looking live at one of the grandest venues in American sport, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. So much hype has been heaped on this college football game, Dan, I'm beginning to have a hard time swallowing. All the band is out on the field! He's going to Welcome to the First and Him Podcast. Let's talk that football. Welcome into the Week 12 preview episode on a Tuesday night this week. A little bit different. Um, it'll it'll bounce between Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, we have our guest picker Rob on this week. Rob does have some kids, so so his schedule is a little, uh, little tougher than mine and Connor's. He said the kids weren't cooperating tonight. Um, so me and Connor are going to go ahead and film some of it on Tuesday, some of it on Wednesday. Um, but it'll be out Wednesday night. So, Connor, with it being Tuesday, we're not going to record a, uh instant reaction pod to the rankings. Um, but you want to touch on the rankings real quick? Anything that stood out to you? Or or uh, obviously the bigger flip tonight with Georgia going to one, Ohio State going to two. Uh, but anything else that caught your eye tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously that flip was one that I think we both had talked about on our uh, – I guess, recap show on Sunday, but we kind of expected that jump to happen. I think the big one, and, and Hud and I kind of touched on it uh, when we were actually talking before we started recording, was Washington and Florida State at five and four. At this point, I, I, I just feel like Washington has shown more and has better wins than Florida State, and I feel like they should be at four. Um, but, you know, it, it, that's all going to play itself out. I think UNC at 20 is criminal. Uh, I don't care that they're eight and two. They have not shown really anything in recent weeks. Um, I love that they put Arizona at 17. Uh, I think Arizona is extremely hot right now uh, and they're a very good team. And then Iowa at 16 is the funniest thing that's ever been done by the committee. Um, I mean, at this, I, I think they might be the 16th best team because no one can score on them, but to, to be ranked 16th with that offense is is hilarious and it's criminal in itself. So, who? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, let something. me because uh, because I agree and that's that's part of my problem with the rankings. And Kirk Herbstreit was talking about this tonight, and it's honestly kind of dumb. He really, I, I don't know how long you had the volume on Connor before we hopped on here, but he really wanted Bama to be ranked over Texas. He was really pushing that agenda. That's and ridiculous. it's just like. Which, again, agreed. Like, that one's ridiculous. But it's just, like, at what point do we do, like, who the actual best teams are? And it's, like, a team like Iowa's a good example. Like, who actually thinks Iowa's the 16th best team in the country? Like, what do you think the spread would be if Iowa played LSU? Who LSU's ranked 15th. Iowa's ranked 16th. Like, it would be a double-digit favorite for LSU, I would have to think. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably would. Um, and would you even contemplate touching Iowa in that game? No. As, as say to no. neutral. Like, there's right. There's I, as, a, as a Brian Ferentz uh, 
fan, I, I might have to touch Iowa in that game. But um, no, no one's no one's going to be taking Iowa in that game. And if they did play, no, it wouldn't be close. Yeah. No, I. I, I also feel like Iowa's a weird team to handicap, though, because they're. Iowa is a team that literally is going to win every single game that they play against an inferior opponent. And the second they play an opponent that's better than them, they will get waxed and it will not be close. Um, it's just yeah, because I mean, that's, their st- that's their style. They've done it for years. They can beat, they beat up on anyone who's inferior to them because they're better at defense um, and they don't make mistakes. So, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, stupid, whatever. I, I get it. It makes sense. Um, but just what do you think about Oklahoma State uh, still being ranked? I, I was kind of shocked. I, I I was kind of expecting them to actually fall out of the rankings, but I don't know. Um, who do they play this week? Do you know? I I do not know, but I mean, losing forty five to three to to Central Florida, I don't care that it was on the road. I, I just I don't know if I just I don't know how you can still be ranked after that. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with it. I they play Houston. That's on they ESPN Houston, too. That's so, yeah. that's it's on ESPN too. That's why they're ranked. Yeah. Um, I actually believe that. Same reason Kansas is still ranked. I wonder what channel the Kansas Kansas State game is on this week. Oh, it's actually Fox it, Sports One. The, um, the I think something crazy is like the AP poll. Iowa's not even ranked. I don't think. Yeah, I I don't I don't know to be honest. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, Iowa's not even ranked in the AP poll in their 16th in college football playoff poll. Yeah, They're just juicing uh, up the Big Ten, and it's very obvious because they, they want the Big Ten championship game to be, you know, the the two-seed Ohio State-Michigan winner versus, you know, a 15-seed Iowa or wherever Iowa ends up. So that's just classic. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean – it's just funny. It's just in no world are they the 16th best team in the country. Um, no. But anyways, again, the, the UNC move you touched on, that, that one just didn't really make sense. They don't. They didn't necessarily deserve to go up four after how they played. I mean, they won in double overtime at home. Um, uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that necessarily deserves going up four spots. And I understand some teams above them lost and fell down, and that's part of it. But, but still, I, I don't know. Um, and also, I, I don't know if if the committee will ever do this, but at this point, I do feel like we should put Liberty above Tulane. Tulane has looked bad in back to back weeks. They scored thirteen was, points against ECU yeah. and won thirteen to ten. And last week, they barely beat Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa is very bad. They're in the American Conference, but th- th- it's just not a good football team. I think Liberty is Liberty's blowing out their opponents week in and week out, and Tulane is not. And I just think that should go into especially for the group of five team that should go into, um, I mean, Tulane's last, here's a good example. Their last four wins, they beat North Texas by seven. North Texas is, I mean, they're terrible. They're three and seven and they beat North Texas at home by seven. They beat rice on the road by two Rice is four and six. They beat ECU on the road by three. And ECU is what two and eight, and then they beat they just beat um, Tulsa by two. So it's like they're they're winning these games, but they're not they're barely scraping by. I just don't see how you can continuously put them ahead of a team like Liberty, uh, who's undefeated in Group of Five play, 
they're blowing teams out week in and week out. So I, I yeah, don't, but, I, just, I, I don't but think Liberty is up there. Liberty's non-con was horrific. Um, yeah, and I, was. I know Tulane lost when they played Ole Miss, but they had their backup quarterback. Like I, I'm not making an argument for Tulane because I don't think Tulane is nearly. But but it should be JMU. We I don't want to get going on this again. But absolutely, fact, well, without a doubt, like without a doubt, yeah, yeah, like fuck Tulane. It, it should be JMU. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but like, I mean, at this point, like, do we like? I don't even think Tulane's the best team in the American. SMU is playing much better than them, and UTSA is playing much better than them. UTSA and SMU are blowing out teams in the American. Yeah, yeah. Like no, SMU yeah. beat Tulsa three like three weeks ago, sixty nine to ten. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was and, it was in fifty five at halftime. Yeah, and told and and Tulane beat them by two points. It's just I just don't get how the committee is continuously ranking. I mean, yeah, they're winning games, but like you still have to go off of for group of five teams, especially. It's a lot about the style of how you're beating these teams, and I just don't think yeah. Tulane is winning in a style that is deserving of the highest ranked group of five team. It's not the Tulane of last year. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. No, agreed. I think I think they're gonna lose next week against uh, UTSA. But anyways, um, that's a little a little uh, rankings talk. Um, again, not not a ton of problems this week. A lot of the same, um, besides the big switch up at top. But but that one felt a little bit expected. So um, we'll we'll see. A lot of these games in the next two weeks are gonna play themselves out, and we're gonna. I think it's gonna be a really fun um, final Sunday show in in three weeks to to after conference championships, because I think there's going to be some controversy this year for the first time in a while. Yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, it, there could be a ton of controversy depending on how these next two weeks go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Every conference is pretty much in limbo for being honest. I mean, there's no clear set team that I, I mean, think is 100% getting in. Oh, oh, you're saying getting, I mean, I think Florida state at this point has the best chance out of anyone. Yeah, yeah, I guess Florida State would be the only one that I guess would have already locked it up. Unless if yeah. they, the thing is, if Florida State, if they have a fluky loss to Florida, I, I just yeah. I don't know. I I don't no, know. They're, if, they're not they're not in. If they drop one, I, not and I in. think Florida's one hundred percent live in that game. Yeah, at home, absolutely. Rivalry game, one hundred percent. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that's that's a little rankings talk. Let's go into Connor some of the bigger games this week. Big game for the or big week for the Pac-12. There's a couple of big ones. Um, but let's start out with a a little Utah at Arizona game. Um, this is hilarious. If you would have told us at the beginning of the year that Arizona would be ranked higher than Utah, we'd probably laugh in your face. <laughs> but Arizona's rattled off a couple wins and and they're ranked what 17th now and and Utah at 22nd. So top 25 yeah. matchup. 2 p.m. on Pac-12 Network, so no one will be able to watch this. Um, which the, is so the dumbest Pac-12 thing hurts. In, in the world. I just I, I don't get it. It <laughs> makes me so mad. Yeah. So it's an 11 a.m. kick West Coast time, um, but <laughs> it, it's on Pac-12 Network. Um, so Connor, you want to you want to start out with this game because it is it is a pretty interesting matchup. I think. Yeah. Um, just a couple of betting trends for this game. Uh, Utah is six three and one against the spread. The over is actually four and one in Utah's last five games, which you would think the contrary. You would not think that Utah's overs are hitting, um, just because of their great defense. So that's something to 
to check out. Are, and then Arizona's real quick, five and zero. Oh, yeah. Real quick, Connor, are we sure Utah's defense is great? Like, uh, we, we've I feel like we've kind of all assumed that, but like, I think it's just like good, like like above average, but I don't think it's great. Yeah, it's definitely not as good as it was last year, but I mean, I still think it's. I mean, they. I, I guess you give up 35 points to Oregon, great offense. 32 to USC, that's a good offense. Um, you know, you, you give up 35 to Washington, that's a good offense. Um, the Pac-12 has a lot of good offenses, but then again, they they only let three points to Arizona State, uh, 14 to California, um, seven. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I would say it's it's a good defense. It's not as good as it was last year. Um, which is why they've lost some games, but I mean, I yeah. still think it's a great defense. I mean, it. I mean, it's a top twenty-five defense, that's for sure. In college football, right now. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I, I don't. I just. I don't know if it's that good, to be honest. But I, this doesn't matter. Keep keep going. Um, yeah, Arizona's five and zero against the spread at home this year, and then the unders eight and two in Arizona games. Uh, so. Maybe Arizona's got a sneaky good uh, defense, but um, but yeah, Noah Fafita's been slinging it around. He he's looked great this year. Um, I hope he can stay around and doesn't you know go for greener pastures. Um, but uh, but yeah, he he's a five eleven quarterback. But I mean, he plays. I mean, he he's a stud. He's looked incredible this year. And if he played the whole season, who knows where Arizona would be? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we talked about it on our Sunday reaction show, but Arizona is going to be a problem next year if these guys stick around. So I'm super excited for this one. Um, I think Utah is kind of trending downward, um, and I think Arizona is trending upward. So um, ho- hopefully Arizona can pull this one out. I'll, I'll definitely be pulling for Arizona in this one. Yeah, I think it's just one of those games where it's like Arizona, although they're – I mean, I guess they're kind of still alive in the Pac-12 race. Utah is really not anymore, and it's like you got a, a really motivated team with everything to play for versus a Utah team who's been very disappointing and kind of has nothing to play for. It's like wh- what outcome you think is going to happen. Like Arizona, I'm assuming this is probably senior day um, against a big – like like I just – I don't know. I expect them to put up a big spot. Um, it'll be interesting to see if, if – um, they can kind of rally off last week. And again, we talked about they, they, the only time they were winning the game was when they kicked the game winning field goal against Colorado. Um, but, but they're playing good football right now. Yeah. W- without a doubt. Uh, it is their senior uh, night. So, or senior day. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So ag- again, like big opportunity, not, I guess it's not nationally televised, which is just so packed 12. Um, yeah. But you have two ranked teams and it's not going to be televised, which is a joke. Um, I honestly think only people on the West Coast get um, Pac-12 Network because they buy it because they probably watch the Pac-12. So yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, all right, let's go to the Big Twelve here. Let's go to Kansas State at Kansas. Um, this is now again a top twenty-five matchup. I think Kansas ranked twenty-fifth, and Kansas State was ranked twenty-first. Um, this this obviously big in-state rivalry. Again, I'm assuming this is a Kansas senior night game. Um, I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked too much, Connor. I haven't seen any injury status on Daniels or Bean. Um, yep. I think I think I saw earlier I, this week that that Bean will play, but I nothing conclusive. It's just Twitter rumors. So if it's Cole Ballard again, the the freshman walk on, I mean, I, this game isn't even worth turning on. 
Like, he was so bad last week. And I had Kansas in a money line parlay, which just, I mean, as soon as Bean went down, like, we talked about a couple weeks ago, Bean I don't think is great. But holy shit, what a drop-off between Bean and this guy Ballard. Um, yeah, and they still that, almost they still almost got it done, which was crazy. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, they tied it late. Um, Texas Tech found a way to win, but, I mean, that, that game sucked. It was so bad. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a game-time decision. Kansas has been weird with their quarterbacks all year. Um, I mean, we, for six weeks we were like, is Jalen Daniels going to play or is it Jason Bean? Uh, so I feel like they're going to do the exact same thing with this situation. I'll probably be taking Kansas State. Uh, minus eight early this week um, with the thought of if Jason Bean does get announced that he's playing, um, I'll try to find some like middle ground and probably take Kansas. Cause I think if Jason Bean plays, I want Kansas plus the points at home. If Cole Ballard's playing, it, this line could creep up to 14 points. Um, yeah. K- Kansas State's just a much better football team with Cole Ballard at quarterback. So I think this one is big. Um, it's one where I definitely would go ahead and just take Kansas State early, wait till the news comes out, and if Jason Bean is going to be the quarterback, reevaluate your bet. Um, depending yep. on where chalk the line that one, chalk that one up. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. then if, if if you get Kansas State minus eight and Cole Ballard is the quarterback, you probably got some great value. Um, so that that's what I'll probably be doing. Uh, actually, I'll probably be locking that in uh, sometime tomorrow. So, um, but yeah, that's that's what I'll most likely be doing. But ultimately Kansas state has looked great in recent weeks. Um, yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they almost beat Texas. I know that game was kind of a weird game, but I mean, still losing by three in overtime to Texas, you, you played good that the Texas is a good football team. It was at Texas. Um, they beat Houston 41 to zero and they beat uh, TCU uh, 41 to three. So, and they killed Baylor last week, 59, 25. So Kansas State is rolling right now. Yeah, they are, and they're they're kind of under the radar. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are they are they still alive in the uh, in the Big Twelve race? I would have to. I feel like every team is alive in the Big Twelve. Yes, they are still alive. Uh, they don't have a good situation uh, with. I think it's because um, Oklahoma State beat them, so they don't have a tiebreaker yeah. there, which which hurts. And then obviously Texas beat them, so they lost that tiebreaker. Um, but as well, I think Texas that, is in. I think isn't is there still a five way tie for second? Yeah, I mean, if Texas drops a game, Texas could lose to Iowa State this week, and that line's only seven yeah. and a half. Yeah, no, um, they could they could lose that game. And then Texas Tech, I mean, the last couple nights have looked, or the last couple weeks, they've looked decent. Um, so frisky. Yeah, I mean, all all the teams in the Big Twelve, we say it all the time. They just it's a toss up game almost every single week. Um, and you don't know which team you're getting out of each team. Um, it's just weird. Uh, I mean, that the Big 12 could be crazy. If Texas drops this week, there would be a five-way tie. Um, it would. It could just be <laughs> – what do you do in a five-way tie? Like, what, what would even happen? I have no idea, but I hope it goes to, like, coin flips. Yeah. I mean, because Iowa State's going to be playing their ass off because they're they're also in that five-way tie. Iowa State's quietly five and two, um, in the in the Big Twelve. So yeah, I mean they have gotten an easier schedule. They beat Oklahoma State early in the year when when they were still doing their QB situation. Um, yeah, and then they they played Baylor, BYU, Cincinnati, 
Um, and they played TCU early in the year as well. So they've gotten some good scheduling, uh, but I mean, obviously they, they end the season now with Texas and Kansas state. So yeah, I mean, the big 12 is going to be a interesting conference these next two weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy coming down the stretch. Um, and then let's go to the other, the third uh, game we, we're going to talk about. Um, Georgia going to Tennessee. Um, this, this I think, would have been a lot bigger of a matchup if Tennessee could have won last week. They got absolutely pumped um, at Missouri. Um, what's what's your thoughts on Tennessee? I think we kind of know who Georgia is at this point as we've watched them win however many games in a row that they keep breaking their same record every week. But what, what do you think about Tennessee? Um, I, I think they're not as good as they were last year. I think they have to be able to run the ball because uh, I don't think Milton is a great thrower of the football. Uh, so I think their, run, their game is coming from that running game, that rushing attack. If they can run the ball, they're going to be a very, very tough offense to stop. Last week, they could not run the ball, and Missouri killed them. Um, do you think they're going to be run the ball in Georgia? I don't. So I, I don't see this game being very close at all. Uh, but, yeah, I just – I don't think this Tennessee team is where it was last year, um, throwing the ball especially. I think they, they still have a great rushing attack, but ultimately they're just not throwing the ball um, as well as they did last year. Yeah, I mean, let alone their rushing attack, I think Tennessee sucks. Like, who, who have they beaten? They've lost to every – they got blown out by Florida. They got blown out by Bam. I mean, blown out by Bam, whatever. They lost by 14. They they get blown out by Missouri last weekend. Like, who have they beaten? Who's their best win? Texas A&M at home where they had that weird second half where they got the punt return. And, like, other than that, like, I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think I think this is going to be a, a shit yeah. pump. Um, yeah, and part of it is 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 Tennessee still ranked where they are if they didn't start the season ranked like twelfth or wherever they were ranked. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like I, I yeah, I, I feel like we're still going off of last year with Tennessee um, because yeah, this team hundred percent even even like even watching them against Missouri, they they just aren't. It's just not the Tennessee we saw last year. It's not that explosive offense. It's I don't know. It's it's. They they couldn't run the ball last week against Missouri. Do you think I, – I just – I don't see this game being close at all. I think – the line's 10, by the way. Yeah. It, it's, at, it's at Tennessee, but, like, does that really make that much of a difference? I mean, it, I think it does, but I think they can neutralize the crowd pretty quick because um, I think Tennessee at home in a big spot like that is one of the better home field advantages. But, like you said, I don't think it really is going to matter that much. Right. And obviously, I mean, Georgia's not like looking ahead to their rivalry against Georgia Tech, which is the funniest. The funniest game every year is the Georgia Georgia Tech game at the end of the season. Um, yeah, exactly. It's that's just hilarious to me that they're still tied into some sort of rivalry. It's just not a rivalry at this point. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, because Alabama, if you played Alabama this week, you might they might be looking ahead to Auburn. Um that sort of thing. But I just I, – I think Georgia's going to come out and just walk all over them. So, yeah. Yep. No, no, I agree. So, all right. Well, we will we will wait to talk about the uh, Oregon State-Washington game a little bit later with our guest picker, Rob. Um, best game of the week, without a doubt. Best game of the week. Yeah, no, he he's pumped about that. He, 
He's definitely more of an NFL better, Rob, but but he'll have he'll have some good takes. So, anyways, let's let's wrap this up and let's go to Ted for Teddy tidbits this week. It's time. Welcome back to week twelve of Teddy tidbits. Oh boy, have I sucked one and two in the past three weeks. I don't know. I just. Uh, can't catch a winner right now, and uh, we're looking for some winners. So uh, let's go fishing. How about we start over in Iowa City this weekend? We got a matchup versus Illinois versus <laughs> Illinois versus Iowa here, and uh, I think we got two teams going in uh, two different directions here with Luke Altmyer starting for uh, the Illini. That guy's not very good. I've seen him lose a bet for me, uh, Penn State, very heavily wagered in uh, earlier this season, which they should have covered. But uh, I've seen this guy. This guy throws. This guy throws a lot of interceptions. The one, one good thing that Iowa does is play good defense. So, I think they're going to have him scramble a little bit. I think Iowa will be able to cover this uh, three and a half against these Illini. Next, we're going to take the country roads home to West Virginia, and we're going to be taking the six and a half against the Cincinnati Bearcats and Stinky Emory Jones. Man, that guy can't play on the road. Um, West Virginia looking to get to seven wins, which is a very good season for them this year. I think their win total was like five and a half or something like that. And their coach was on the hot seat. I think I was calling on it. I think I took their under in the first uh, first week here. Of course I did. Probably a loser. And uh, this West Virginia team's going to show out at home and uh, get to seven wins, I think, and uh, beat the Cincinnati Bearcats team. And uh, the third pick, but not lastly, this might be – this is the season changer right here, boys and and ladies, if anyone watches. Uh, we're taking the Florida Gators. I haven't taken the Florida Gators all year. My Florida Gators, 11 and a half points at Mizzou. This is the weekend that they become bowl eligible. Billy Napier is going to have the boys ready this weekend to go up in Mizzou. It's going to be cold. I don't expect the boys from Florida to enjoy it that much. This is a business trip, gentlemen. This is a business trip. And we're getting 11 and a half points. I got a little Teddy tidbits for it. And uh, I think it's Billy Napier is 19 and 8 against the spread as an underdog, covering by six and a half points per game in average. He's also gone 8 and 3 against the number when catching double digits and 5 and 1 against teams ranked inside the top 15. And guess what? Missouri's miraculously ranked in the top 15 this year after they were projected to be one of the worst teams in the SEC East. Take a money line. Take an 11 and a half. You know what I'm calling it. And uh, I think it's going to be a double dog uh, upset victory up there in Columbia. They haven't had a great season trying to get to New York Six Bowl game, but it's not going to happen. The Gators are coming into town, and they're going to finish uh, some unsettled business. So there we go. Week 12 picks. We're taking Iowa, West Virginia, and we're taking the Florida Gators. Let's go Gators. Now to send it back over to Daddy Rob, Hud, and Connor. All right, and thanks to Teddy for uh, a week twelve Teddy tidbits. Ted is uh, three and six his last three weeks, so hopefully his Gators can turn it around for him a little bit. He said he wasn't going to bet him, um, and then I heard him just exploding downstairs talking about Florida. So we'll see how that one goes for him. Hopefully a little bit better than the last couple of weeks. Um, that kid just loves pain. He loves watching the Gators and just loves hurt. But anyways. Um, well, let's get to our week 12 guest picker. We got two weeks left, um, two, two opportunities to knock off Brewer and Kevin, but we do have a pretty special guest picker this week. Um, the second father we've had this, this season, 
Um, we got we got Rob on this week, so welcome to the pod, Rob. Thank you, boys, for having me on. It's a absolute pleasure to be on here. Uh, second dad, shout out Dave. I appreciate everything he does over there. Big guy, Kevin and Brewer. Um, there's some talks about collusion regarding the bachelor trip. I, I don't know any details. I just I read the text, but hopefully we. Can Rob, get you were on today. the felt also, that day. You were on the felt that day. Yeah, I, I was on the felt waiting for you guys. I was at war, so. Um, Hard hat lunch. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No comment on that. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no. So we'll we'll get into it. Rob, uh, definitely more of an NFL guy, but but he he can work his way around the college slate. He can throw some units on Saturdays. Um, so we'll uh, we'll we'll get right into it. Um, so let's start out. We'll start with uh, I don't honestly don't know why this game is the top, the first game on the slate because we usually like to let the guest picker start. But the first game on the slate is Michigan at Maryland. Uh, Maryland plus nineteen and a half and over under set at fifteen and a half. Um, I'm not going to let Rob start on this one because I'm not letting anyone talk about Michigan first. Um, Naturally, understood. The, this game for me, there's there's the look-ahead potential. I don't know if you guys can hear. Uh, which one is that, Rob? Yeah, that's Remy. That's on me. That, no, 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 no. She's that's good. That's not on you. She's good. There, just just so in case you guys doubted Rob being a father, there you go. Firsthand, you can hear you can hear number two <laughs> crying upstairs. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, so Michigan this week a little bit of a look ahead spot. Um, they they obviously do have the big one next weekend coming off a pretty emotional loss. Um, I think the only question mark in this game is is Harbaugh going to coach? Um, we'll we'll find out on Friday. I, I don't really think it matters. I don't really think Maryland has the horses to keep up. And although it's kind of a look-ahead spot and Maryland has been somewhat successful in this, Michigan did go to College Park two years ago and thrash them. Um, kind of a Donovan Edwards coming out party, and I, I expect a lot of the same this year. So no surprise here, but give me Michigan minus 19 and a half. And, Rob, now I will give it to you now that I got my bid in about Michigan. Thank, thank you, Hud. Um, yeah, regarding this game, and I'll just let it be known, like Hud said, I'm, I like NFL, a little more intel on it, but – I feel like betting all around regarding college, Michigan just had a huge game the next week, Ohio state. That's probably all they're thinking about in the locker room. It's kind of like one of those look ahead games. Maryland's probably got some senior night or some, something along those lines. Last home game. I'll take Maryland with the points. Just, just at a straight betting thought. Uh, I've been riding Michigan all year. HUD's kind of converting me to a fan. I haven't had a specific team, but they're fun to watch, but, yeah, I'll take the points. It's a lot. Connor? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what to do in this one. Uh, I don't think Maryland's going to score. Um, I, I think Michigan's going to score. But uh, we kind of saw with <laughs> – Well, so, without... sounds like your pick's pretty easy then. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you'll see where I'm getting at. Um, <laughs> we we kind of saw during uh, Harbaugh's self-ban – uh, how much uh, they struggled at covering with Harbaugh not there um, on these bigger spreads. They covered. So, no, no, no. Without Harbaugh. No, he's talking about early, early in the season. Sure. They were, uh, they, were we were they were these big spreads, and they did not know how to cover them. Um, in so, the preseason. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, I like I like Michigan here. <laughs> Maryland stinks. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. wanted to, I wanted to go Maryland bad, but I just – I can't do it. They're, they're – 19 is not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Um, I don't Honestly, think, I, Maryland's not I don't know what you guys think. 10. There's, there's no way Maryland gets the double digits. Um, no. 
They couldn't get double but, digits against Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, no, I they're they're bad. But I, I do I do think there is something too. Maryland did have this spot last year against Ohio State. They played them tight into the third quarter. I just think this Michigan team is just on a on a mission right now, um, and I think they understand um, the look ahead spot, everything that comes with it. I think whether it's Sharon Moore again or Harbaugh, I, I think they're going to come out firing on Saturday. So um, I, I I obviously will be watching Big Noon kickoff again. We're Big Noon kickoff this week and next week. Um, we are now an hour and six minutes away from being si- single digits away from the game. So it's uh, it's getting real. There's There's a little bit of snow in the forecast. I don't hate it because we know Ryan Day is soft as puppy shit. But um, – Anyways, let's go to SMU at Memphis. Memphis getting six and a half at home with the over-under set at 67 and a half. And Connor, as our American stand, lead us off. Yeah, uh, I've been kind of rolling with Memphis and Blake Watson the last couple weeks. They haven't covered. Um, and honestly, I'm going back to the well. So give me Memphis here. Um, SMU's <laughs> been rolling, but uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just going to go with Memphis and just die on that chip if I have to. Um yeah, I mean they got it. They got to cover eventually. So, Rob, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself, Connor. I, I've been going to the well with Memphis often this year, mainly just because when I turn the TV on and watch Blake, it's kind of fun. So I'm like, I'll, I'll ride him some more, and I'll, it, it I'll is, throw a little thing out there. Normally, I don't, I won't be putting units on most of these picks just for the viewers. It's all house money here, trying to go for gold. So we're uh, we're gonna take some flyers. AKA Might as well. I, I, Rob, I honestly think Maryland is like normally. I think I really don't think it's the wrong side. I think it's the right side from a. I think the fact that the spread's only nineteen and a half says something about that one. Letdown um, game. They're looking over them. Yeah, there's no such thing as a letdown game when 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 you wear the maize and blue. Um, maybe maybe, uh, maybe two his little brother has cornrows too. Get a little vibe <laughs> in that locker room. If he <laughs> if he is cornrows, I'm worried. If if he if he if Drake comes out on the field on Saturday, I'm worried. Um, but back to the SMU game, um, I I agree with Connor and kind of Memphis this year. They've been fun to watch. Um, they have a really good offense. Hennigan's really good. Blake's really good. Um, and he's I mean, Blake did hit one of my best bets of the season with Blake first touchdown, and I had a large free play on that. So shout out Blake. Um, with that being said, I am going to take SMU. Memphis's defense is horrific. They gave up 30-plus to Charlotte, which which I didn't know that was even – I d- actually didn't know that was possible. Shut they should have lost last week. Biff Pogey, I love him. He, he is awesome. He's Biff. great for Charlotte. Um, but I, I, I do think SMU's defense is pretty good, and I think SMU is still pretty motivated in this spot uh, to lock up an American title um, appearance, title game appearance. So give me SMU on the road here, um, laying six and a half. And then let's move to Connor's game of the week, ECU at Navy. Navy minus two and a half with the over under set at 33 and a half, which is hilariously wow. low for a non for a non Iowa game or a non a non military academy game. This is a hilarious over under. Um, so Connor, lead the way. Yeah, this uh this ECU team is firing on all cylinders right now, uh, defensively. Uh, our offense still stinks, but Alex Flynn, he, he's shown some flashes uh, of trying to get that offense starting to move the ball. 
Uh, but I love the Pirates here. I'll be taking them with the spread, the money line, pretty much every which way possible. Um, but yeah, Navy, Navy's normally has our number year in and year out. So um, as a non-ECU fan, I would not touch this game. I would not recommend anybody to take this game. The one time in my life that I ever faded ECU, I took Navy. Um, and that was when I was a student uh, at ECU. So uh, I'm going to be taking ECU, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really, 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 really hate this game. Um, five reallys. I, I mean, this is as coin flippy as it gets. And I agree with you, Connor. I don't, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm going to take ECU solely out of vibes. I hate it. I would never, I won't even check the score of this game, but I will, I'll, I'll take ECU plus two and a half. Connor, Rob, you, you've been, have you been betting ECU every, every game this year? Yeah. I, I just I respect the, that so the, much. There was really one do. game I didn't I didn't do it, and I cannot remember which game it was. I'm sure you said was it the was it the FCS game, Connor? No, I I hammered them the FCS game. That was that was a huge that was that was free. It was like 13 points. It was a joke. <laughs> we won 44 <laughs> to like zero, and we were favored by 13. It was it was it was bad. I think it was a one UTSA of the two, game. baby. Hey, one of the two. It was UTS. Uh, Rob, I, I, I'm not. I'm just not going to go against the uh, the servicemen. I'll take the midshipmen. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I do. It's not a. It's not a hard hat play. It's <laughs> it's a respect play. Speaking speaking of some hard hats, no, no um, offense, let's go. Uh, Rob, I faded ECU every single game this week except for two. <laughs> I am I am one and zero betting on ECU this year though. People do forget. I did take them one money. time, and and I did I did uh, I did win. So one and zero. Hopefully we can bring that to two and zero. But let's go out west. Utah at Arizona. Arizona minus one and a half with the over under set at forty four and a half. And finally four games in. Rob, you can you can lead us off here. Um. So I uh, I follow this guy on Action Network. He he's not that great, but he's he's got a little more insight than me. He was on Arizona. I did have a question for you guys. Is uh, is their quarterback playing for Utah? Rising? Which one? Cam Rising's out for the year. Oh, nice. All right. He he lost me yeah. a lot of money last year. I I remembered that very very vividly. So I I'm go Utah I very I very vividly remember Rob texting us Pac-12 after dark, just screaming. <laughs> I'm uting it up in the basement, and I was... he was at the lake house. He would just say, "I'm uting it up." And I mean, the videos were all the time. Rob, it's like one thirty a.m. Everyone's dead. Rob's like, yeah. I'm just you to get up in the basement. Yeah, those were those were some uh, some high peaks and some low valleys for sure that night. <laughs> um, with that being said, is since Cam Rising is not playing, I'll take Utah. Wait, you'll take Utah? Yeah, yeah. Just okay. out of spite of Cam Rising, because I just remember so many bad plays he made that just were so available. Fair enough. Um, wow. I don't I hold am, grudges, though. He doesn't hold grudges. I mean, so I, I remember Cam continue. Rising as a great quarterback. So, Oh, yeah, he was that's, great. It was just that that's one – it was one specific game. That no, Rob bet Oregon. He bet him against Oregon last year when Bo yeah. Nix was, like, not really healthy. And remember, they I think Oregon won that game at home. I honestly don't remember, but um, – You're right. It was Oregon. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it was Oregon because it was late and it was, a, it, was a, it was a it was a ten thirty. Bonix was hurt; he couldn't run. He just played a good game. But um, Rob, we have been on the opposite side every single pick this far. Um, Someone's going to have Arizona. Exactly. Someone's going to start off four. Uh, well, I guess not necessarily four zero. Um, but <laughs> uh, that math that I, I said that out loud. I'm doing so much probability for school right now. I, that's embarrassing. But um, I'm going to take Arizona in this spot. No Fafita. We've talked about him a lot. McMillan and, and what Jed Fish has done out there. I mean, this this is a team with everything to play for as opposed to a Utah team that that is, I mean, kind of let down from where they where they were at the beginning of the year as ranked as a top 15 team. Um, they are ranked 20th, but I don't think they're that great. They don't really have a path to the Pac-12 championship. Um, and again, I think Arizona has everything in front of them. Give me Arizona minus one and a half at home. Yeah. Plus uh, one Jed, and a half, sorry. Jed Fish has the voice firing. Um, I think they're actually favored now. Uh, they're favored now. Yeah, the line's moved a lot. But, yeah, I, I'm taking yeah, I got, I got no chance in this bet. Um, Arizona <laughs> is, is playing like a top 15 team in the country right now. Um, their offense is very, very talented. Um, bunch of skill receivers, Cowling and that other guy. Um, but, yeah. And I like Noah Fafita too. So give me Arizona. I'll, 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 this one will be on my best bets card as well. Yeah. I, I probably will play this. It's, oh, it is. I actually take it back. Sneak peek. It is on my best bet card as well. Um, so anyways, um, let's, let's move to SEC, the number one team in the country, Georgia at Tennessee, Tennessee plus 10 at home with the over under set at 58 and a half. And Connor, you can start here. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Georgia here. Um, I just – I don't think Tennessee's very good on offense. Um, they can run the ball, but I just don't think they're going to run the ball against Georgia. So, I think the spread is way too small. I don't care that it's in uh, Neyland Stadium. It's not going to make a difference. Georgia's a much better team. I think Georgia wins by 20-plus. Rob? Yeah, I'm also going to go with Georgia here. I've uh, I've watched a good bit of Tennessee's games as well as Georgia. I, I, I think Milton is quite terrible. To be honest, I've, I haven't seen him perform. Best take of the um, night. Yeah, he's he's really bad, and I, I like I said, not a college football guy, but my lord. So I'll go with the dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm in, I agree with you guys here. Um, it's Georgia for me, and I I think like Connor said, I think just Joe Milton has not played well. Um, that that run game is very stagnant right now and they're not really moving guys and there's probably no defense you want to play less than Georgia besides maybe Michigan or Penn State honestly um so I I don't really see Tennessee being able to to move the ball all that well the only thing that could make this game a little tricky is if Tennessee does get off to a hot start that crowd will be firing in Eland they have to get the crowd involved to have any chance in this game um and again you, you never know they make they have one of those games where Georgia starts slow like they did earlier in the year. They haven't done that in a while, but kind of the Auburn, um, that that type of game where Beck doesn't play great, the offensive line isn't playing great, and, and they come out a little bit slower, and that crowd gets involved. It could be a problem, but but I don't see that happening. And give me Georgia minus 10. Yeah, and the strength of Georgia's defense, too, is that passing uh, defense. Like, their secondary is very, very good. Um, so, I mean, and Milton, like Rob said, just stinks. So. It could get yeah. ugly. I mean, I've seen Joe Milton play since since the Minnesota game five years ago, and I thought he was winning the Heisman after the first game, and then we went two and four, and he got benched. So, I've been off Joe Milton for a while. Um, 
But anyway, let's go to Kansas State at Kansas. Kansas plus seven and a half with the over under set at 55 and a half. And I'll start with this one. I did see today, Connor. Um, we, we touched on this yesterday, which is going to be the same pod, which this is now going to be really confusing um, because we did record part of it yesterday. But uh, we End talked up. about Bean um, not – we weren't sure if he's going to play. He is trending towards playing. I think Jalen Daniels is out for the year. But I did see – I don't know how, but I did see Bean is playing. Um, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to go, which, I again, I, I don't really know how. But anyways, I don't know how much it matters – um, Kansas State is quite. We've talked about this. They're quietly playing some of the better football in in the country right now, let alone the Big Twelve. Um, in state emotional game, Lightpool will have the guys fired up. But but I mean, I don't know. I like Kansas State in this spot. They're begging you to take Kansas. Um, I'm going to take Kansas State minus seven and a half. Rob, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. Uh, Kansas State's treated me well in the past. Uh, fun team to watch. Kansas coming off a loss to Texas Tech. May take some of the wind out of their sails. Um, that's pretty much all I got on that game. Go Wildcats, <laughs> Connor. Yeah, I'm a, I'm on the Wildcats as well. Um, I, I think I talked well. Confusing again. I talked about yesterday. I'm going to be taking Kansas State and just letting it play out. I still like Kansas State even with Jason Bean playing. Um, yeah, basically everything that HUD said, I agree with. Um, I think Will Howard's looked pretty decent in the past couple weeks too. So let's roll yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to Texas at Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State, a home seven and a half point dog with the over under set at 47 and a half. And Connor, you can start here. Yeah. Uh, this game, I've been back and forth on all week. I- I'm not exactly sure where I want to go with it. I know I- I'm going to be pulling for Iowa State. Um, part of me just, it's so hard to get on board with them, but, uh, give me the Cyclones. I, I hate it. Um, I, I'm just, I, I've been pulling against Texas all year, so I got to keep that train going. So give me Iowa State. Rob? So what's up with tech? Like what's up with their quarterback situation? Didn't someone get hurt? Quinn Ewers got hurt. He's back now, but Jonathan Brooks, they're, they're starting running back. Um, one of the better running backs in the country did tear his ACL this week. Um, so they are going to be going to the true freshman. I can't remember his name, um, but they are going right. to a true freshman running back. Um, but Quinn Ewers will be playing on Saturday. Is this his first game back? Uh, no, he did play last week. Beat TCU by three. TCU is pretty bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll take I'll take the home dogs again. Probably some senior night something out there. You're going to be fired up. Eight o'clock game. Give me the vibes on this one. Yeah, I this game I agree with you, Connor. This game is really, really difficult. Um, I I've gone back and forth on it because, like you said, I, I want Texas to lose this game, but but I don't. I don't know. Matt Campbell has they're playing good football, and they they this was a team that there was a lot Great of question marks coming in, and like I mean they their half their team was suspended for the gambling stuff. Then Matt Campbell they lose to Ohio earlier this year. Matt Campbell's yelling at fans coming off the field. <laughs> And now they're seven and two or eight and two, whatever their record, seven and three, sorry. Um, seven and three. So it, at, coming back home in the biggest opportunity of the season, we, we've talked about these games in Iowa and Nebraska. These fans show up because they have nothing else to do. But I, I just don't know if I can back. I just don't know if I can back them. It's, it's just such a tough side 
and I feel like they want you to be on Iowa State so bad. But fuck it, I'm going Iowa State. I I I, I just I, if they're wearing the black uniforms, I, this will be a bet for me. I I can tell you that right now. That that's the only the only way I'll bet this game is if they're wearing the all black uniforms. I Death I didn't realize this game. HUD betting on uniforms. I, I did not it's realize tails this game was like eight eight o'clock. I mean, yeah, prime this time is game con. They're gonna be yeah, fired up is, at home. This I, I'm I'm kind of starting to get on board here with Iowa State. Yeah, no, Cyclone. Can someone, if Connor, if you have your phone open, can you check their Instagram and see if they're wearing the black uniforms? Because if they that are, plus, I might that plus two sixty is starting to starting to look yeah, good. It's starting it's starting to talk. <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I'm talk. on Twitter right now, trying to figure out if they're uh... a little late night. Get out. Get out of the uh, the abyss. Exactly, get out of the hole. Hud, yeah, um, yeah. If they're in, if they're in these bad boys, if, it's a lock. Exactly. If they're wearing those, I'm betting them. It's yeah. it's, it's 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 guaranteed. Um. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. We got a couple games left here. Um, UNC at Clemson. Um, Clemson minus six and a half at home with the over under set at fifty eight and a half. And Rob, I will let you start here because I don't even need to know where Con. I don't need to hear Connor to know what side he's going to be on in this. But I'm curious if you, if you pick the same side that I would assume we're both on. Uh, so for this game, I'll take I'll take UNC. I think it's going to be a tight game. All these ACC games, no one's really great. It's always a tight. Fight. I mean, UNC's coming off a little momentum with the home win against Duke. I took Duke once overtime started. I just hate seeing UNC fans happy. It's, it's just tough. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I we have one. We have one UNC fan who will not be named who literally just talks losses into existence. I've, it, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, wasn't even going there, but that he he does sometimes. It's it's that. insane. It's insane. You, I uh, but I'll take UNC here. I think it's gonna be a tight game. Clemson's just provenly not good. Uh, don't know how the locker room switch is, but Dabo's just not a desirable guy. So you know it can't be great. Um, I- I'm hoping they get a win. Maybe you know make the NC State game a little sweeter. Week twelve, but uh, that's a me- fair. I'll, I will. I will give you, that's a fair rationale. What what you say? Yeah, yeah. In there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I understand. You, know, you got to plan ahead. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so again, I'm I'm fairly certain here. Connor's going to be on Clemson. Um, I'm on Clemson as well. This is a classic line that you go and you look on and you see it, and you're just like, "How the hell is Clemson favored by six and a half?" And then Clemson goes and wins by thirty. Um, I, UNC is just they're not they're not good. They're, they've gotten propped up by, oh, their defense looked really good against South Carolina early in the year and some of these games early in the year. Um, Drake May is really good. That offense is not. And and going into Clemson, I don't know I, I don't know if it's a noon or night game. I don't honestly think it really matters. Um, but but I, I really I really like Clemson at home this week. Um, so give me Clemson minus six and a half, and you'll hear about that one a little bit later as well. Yeah, I, I love I love I love Clemson here. Um, I don't I, this game. I don't even think it's close. UNC has looked awful the past couple weeks. They barely skated by at home when it was homecoming and senior night against um, uh, against Duke, who was on like what their third string quarterback. I mean, this UNC team is not good. Um, Drake May is very good. The team around him is not that great. Um, their defense is atrocious. They they can't really stop anything. 
Um, it's kind of back to what UNC has been the last couple of years. And, uh, yeah, I, I see Clemson winning this one some, somewhere along the lines of 38 to 17 or something. Yeah, no, I, Connor, the one, the one thing, and I'm, I am curious your, your take on this. Um, the one thing about this game that, that I am a little worried about, because to, to, I, I really think I'm going to take a substantial side on this, um, on Clemson here. The one thing I am worried about is the Dabo to Texas A&M rumors that he didn't necessarily shut down, but he didn't necessarily say yes. That's the only thing that I think could creep in here and, and be be difficult, right, in this side. Um, I don't know how true those are, but but he didn't – he didn't. I don't know if you saw his quote. Yeah. He didn't say yeah. no. No, yeah, he did one of those, like, I'm focused on beating Carolina – Exactly, exactly. As opposed to Dan Lanning, who went on and said, like, unequivocally, I'm not doing this. Yeah. So, like, very different. And and I don't know. I mean, that might be a job he'd be willing to take because it's just – it's Clemson with more money. Well, I I think also it's the conference jump. Like, Dan Lanning, I don't think it benefits him at all to go to Texas A&M. I'd much rather be at Oregon um, and, yeah, going into the Big Ten than going to Texas A&M and the SEC, who – I mean, Texas A&M is recruiting great, and they cannot win. So, well, they just spend so much money on NIL. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying like they recruit, they're recruiting well and can't win. So, I, I just it might just be a hard place to win at. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I I actually don't think Dabo is going to go to A&M. I don't either. I don't think I don't think he's going either. But but I think it is a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but, he didn't he didn't say no, and that's what you have to do. But you have to think UNC is also distracted because it's basketball season. So they, they've completely moved on. Uh, football is now over. So yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I'm taking Clemson, but yeah, just yeah. something I want to call out. Um, pick bro. up your Villanova national championship lines after that loss to Penn. Doesn't get <laughs> deeper than Penn. that. They yeah, we sure Penn. did. Oh, <laughs> hey, deep rotation though, Penn guys. We're, hey, we're I'm finding sorry. our rotation. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's early. Shout out real real quick while we're on UNC. Shout out to Rob and Villanova winning the national championship in basketball a couple years ago against UNC. I was with Rob and his dad for that game. If you want to talk about pure elation, it doesn't get any purer than that. I ate some mango habanero wings at Buffalo Wild Wings that night. I was battling the toilet. But but I made it out. <laughs> I made it out to watch them celebrate and and it doesn't get any better than that. It's there's nothing better than than watching someone you you deeply care about win a championship because it's a euphoric feeling. Yeah, that was that was that was top notch. Appreciate that shout out, Hud. That that, yeah. that one goes down in the history books. As good as it gets. You simply can't be um, that in the mango hop. Yeah, the mango and, hop. The one the, the one the one the national and the <laughs> we'll leave that story out. Um the one that Nova beat uh Michigan was significantly less fun for me. But but the one where they the one where they beat UNC, I, I enjoyed it. You uh, knew it was coming Robinson. that year, though. I mean, if DiVincenzo no didn't have was, a game, no one life, was touching us. Was... I mean, we were good. We were we were we were really good, and then DiVincenzo just decided to go for thirty five and fall off the face of the earth. Um. Yeah. But I, this I is not a college basketball pod. I mean, he's, he's... got I mean, the uh, the villain Knicks right now. <laughs> Hard Brunson, right, enough, enough, I, enough basketball. Yeah, yeah, no, enough basketball. We, this isn't a basketball pod yet. We'll, we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks when we got nothing else to talk about. Um, but anyway, let's go to the other game 
uh, the other team that's going to be playing UNC next week that Rob's alluding to. Um, NC State traveling to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech minus three with the over-under set at 44 and a half. And I'm, I don't know about you guys. I'm actually pretty interested in this game. I think when you looked at this a couple weeks ago, it was like these teams are both kind of trending down, and they've both really righted the ship um, to now putting together pretty successful seasons. Um, NC State a little bit more than Virginia Tech, but Virginia Tech found something with their backup quarterback. Um, at home, this, this is a tough spot, but I, I do think NC State's defense travels. Um, and I, I do think they have one of the better defenses in the country. Um, Peyton Wilson, he catches a lot of shit from non-NC State fans. He should be an All-American this year. I think he's going to lead that team. And Brennan Armstrong, although he is not a great quarterback, I think he finds a way to get this done. Um, I'm going to take an NC State plus three on the road. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, back the pack on this one, too. Oh, you want to go, Connor? Go for it, Rob. You got, I'll, I'll say I'll back the pack on this one. I've uh... – had the opportunity to watch a couple games and their defense is unbelievable. Like it's truly like they, they just keep, you know, just making plays in the red zone or whatever it may be. And you keep doubting them. And then hopefully Armstrong's got a chip on his shoulder after the whole MJ Morris thing. You know, he comes back trying to prove something for what, what's he got a couple games left in his career. Exactly. He um, knows, he knows he's not playing after that. Like it's, oh, it's, right. it's now or never. Yeah. He's got three games left in his career. Get ready to learn LinkedIn, buddy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Pax defense here. They're, they're like the Jets. They remind me of the Jets of the college football. So, I don't know uh, if that's a compliment or an insult. To, yeah, uh, it's like a backhand no, I mean, slap. To like, no, no, I think, no, the I Jets think defense are they're, – they're top tier. You know, I, th- I think it's a compliment. I think you at least yeah. meant it as a compliment. Quarterback issues, good good talent around the QB, can't get it figured out there. Defense you, just not letting up points. Who do you think's been with more milfs, Zach Wilson or Brennan Armstrong? I mean, Brennan Armstrong's what, like twenty six? Uh, they're probably the same age. I'm gonna. You got to think. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. He, he was in. I'm gonna take he was the, in Virginia. So I'm gonna take the. Um, the heavy underdog here. I'll go Armstrong. I feel like BYU just doesn't produce as well as people think. <laughs> Fair enough. There's there's Rob's best player New, tonight. Yeah, New York though. I can't. New York. I I think he's had a girlfriend, right? So I'll, I'll take I, my I odds have no there. Idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I'll give me yeah, the points I'm, on Armstrong. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with NC State here. Um, their defense is just it's incredible. Um, I think it's a really tough spot for NC State, though. They're they're one of the hottest. I do too. I get, arguably, they're one of the hottest teams, you know, in the ACC. And you know, they're playing well above where we thought they would be at this point in the season. Um, and they're having to go into Virginia Tech. Uh, Inner Sandman will be playing. I think it's a very tough, tough spot. Um, but I hope State wins because I I will likely be at the game against Carolina, um, and I would like to see them win this week so that game's a little bit more juicy yeah agreed all right and let's go to our last game game of the week um washington traveling to oregon state to corvallis oregon state is a one and a half point home favorite with the over under set at 63 and a half and rob as we do every week kick us off for the game of the week I was on uh, – this is actually one of my early bets that I rarely place in college football. I took the Beavers minus one early in the week. I thought of Connor immediately. Knew you'd appreciate that. But, uh, I mean, you've seen this 
several times. You don't have to know the sport really to, to see this, that a team like Washington, everyone's doubting them. They're just trucking along, proving people wrong. They come up home team, Oregon state. They're very good. They're going to win this game. Low, low spread. That's how, you know, I mean, it should be higher naturally low spread at home. They're going to come out fire and give me the beeves. Connor units will be thrown on this game. Yeah, um, I think pretty much everyone knows where I'll be going with this one. It's Oregon State for me. Um, Damian Martinez has come on strong for the last about five or six games. Um, he, he's got well over six yards of carry. Um, he's coming off, I think, a four-touchdown performance in the last game, which is absurd. Um, but, yeah, he's looking good. DJU's just playing good, sound play-action football, and that Beavers defense is – it's sound. It's solid. Um, I, I hope we have some weather. Uh, Hud, what did you see on the weather? I, I know we were talking about it yesterday. I, I'm not seeing going crazy to be... weather anymore, but oh, I don't know. When I checked earlier today, I haven't I haven't looked in. Hold on, hours, I got Aki but, weather up as we speak. Um, I, I was it was supposed to be heavy wind and heavy rain. Okay, because I'm seeing I'm not just sure like if that is. Yeah, in the size of this ad. Anyway, it's Wednesday, so it doesn't weather doesn't really matter yet. But I'm going to be with Connor and Rob on this. I'm going to be on Oregon State as well. Um, I've been I've been the biggest. The Pac-12 is going to eat themselves. I think it starts this week. Um, there's really three weeks left, and I think the Pac-12 is going to play themselves out of a playoff spot in the next three weeks. And I think it starts with Oregon State winning at home this week. Um, so give me DJU. Um, I think Washington's really good. I think they've 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 been great up to this point. Um, but I, but I think the Cinderella ends this week. Um, I think they're going to lose on the road. And then to make a massive Oregon versus Oregon State game next weekend, um, give me give me Oregon State minus one and a half at home. That's really what they yeah. want. Yeah, I mean, that and, – and again, like, for the, from the Pac-12 perspective, that's, that is the best outcome is that Washington loses this week and then they get a massive, massive, massive Oregon-Oregon State game next weekend um, to basically decide who goes to the Pac-12 championship. So – yeah, it'd be um, so sick I'm if Oregon State won the Pac-12 in the last year of the Pac-12. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. It would be very cool. So I think that's that's the ten game slate for uh, for this week. Definitely excited. Happy to have Rob on as always. Uh, Rob, any closing bets you want to throw out? Any any uh, any futures? Any any other sport bets? We'll we'll open the floor to you. Let it let it rip. Whatever whatever you think. Give us locks. I appreciate that, Hud. Um, you know, well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, as far as futures go, we talked earlier. I really like the Cats this year. We got the depth. It's a matter of our coach, Kyle Neptune. I, uh, I'm not quite confident in him yet, but, you know, it's a long season. Maybe we, uh, we turn it around that way. Um, nothing really in the NFL. I do think the Ravens will be in the Super Bowl, so I put a future on that just from a hedging perspective. I don't know if anyone's going to beat anyone out of the AFC, preferably the Bengals. Um, but uh, nothing. A slow slate for me today. I did uh, take the Celtics at minus five. That line closed at minus one. Still hit the bet, though. But uh, that's how you uh, you bet the wrong side. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you, Rob, for coming on. Uh, blast as always. And we will go back now to me and Connor to finish it up with our best bets. Best of luck, Rob. Thank you, boys. Take care.
All right, and thanks to Rob. Uh, fun guest picker tonight. He was really excited to come on. Um, like we said, Rob, not a, not a huge college football guy, but but definitely likes to gamble. Um, definitely will throw some units on his picks on Saturday. So um, always fun to have Rob on, and, and hopefully we'll we'll talk to him again in two weeks. Um, but he uh, he's he's pumped. He 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 told me he he want he wanted to be on. So good to have him. Happy to have him. Um, and yeah, let's let's get to everyone's favorite part of the show. Um, our best bets for this week. And Connor, I will let you start. Yeah, I'm super excited for this week. Um, yeah, I'll jump right into it. Uh, I'm going to start with Arizona Moneyline uh, against Utah. I really like that play. Um, I just think they're the better team. They're the hotter team. Uh, so give me Arizona on the money line at home. Uh, give me uh, Clemson minus six and a half. Absolutely love this play uh, against UNC at home. Uh, give me Georgia on the road minus 10 against Tennessee. Um I, I just we talked about it with Rob. I just think they're a much, much better team than Tennessee, and I don't. I just don't think ten points is nearly enough. Um, give me uh, Oregon State minus two. I love Oregon State. I love the Beavers. I've loved them all year. I think this is another spot game for them, um, and it would be my play of the week had I not loved something else way, way more. Um, and uh, let's go Kansas State minus seven and a half. And that's Kansas State at Kansas. Um, I, I just think Kansas State's a good team. Uh, so give me them. Uh, give me uh, UCLA at USC. Uh, give me USC minus six and a half in this one. Um, I faded USC all year. But UCLA is bad. They've been turning downward the entire season. Uh, or not the entire season, but for the last four or five weeks. Um, And I think USC is going to bounce back here in this one. Um, I think they can win by double digits. Um, And then I heard, is it true that Ted took Florida here in this one? Ted, Ted did take Florida here. I'm, I'm going to be fading that. I love that he took Florida in this one. Uh, That, that poor, poor child. Um, Give me Missouri (laughs) minus 11 in this one. Um, Honestly, Florida stinks. And going back to the well with Florida was like me going back to the well with ECU in the beginning of the season. Florida's bad. Um, so give me Missouri minus 11. Um, and then I will save my uh, play of the week. Um, it's a gross one this week, but I love it. So uh, I'm going to save that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll let HUD take it away here. There we go. All right. Um, I do have some of the same plays as Connor. Um I'm trying to think what you said. I don't want to say your play of the week. I think I know which one yours is. Um, but I'm going to start out uh, Arizona Moneyline. I am going to be on that as well with Connor for a lot of the same reasons. Um, I, I think Fafita's really good. I think Jed Fish has that team fired up, and, and they're really hot coming into this game. Um, I am going to be on Clemson minus six and a half as well. Um, I, I just think I think there's a really good spot for Clemson. I think all the public money is going to come in on UNC. Um, so give me Clemson at home. Um, I will be going to the Michigan at Maryland game. Roman Wilson, anytime touchdown scorer. He didn't catch a pass last week. Didn't get targeted. Um, I do expect this Michigan to throw the ball a little bit more this week. Um, and, and I do expect Roman Wilson to get back into the end zone. Um, I will be taking Miami plus one and a half at home. This spread just makes no sense. It's one of those games where it's just like Louisville's a top 10 team. And I think they'll likely close as an underdog. Um, at, at home or on the road, um, makes no sense. Miami stinks, but, but I'm, I'm back in Miami in this spot. 
Um, give me Georgia minus 10. We touched on that one. Um, I, I do like Georgia this week. I think they're going to, I think they're going to start fast and I don't think they're going to look back. I think they're going to show up on why they're the best team in the country. Um, and then I do have BYU plus 24 and a half. I took this play. I've been talking about this play since August, since we did the big 12 preview. Um, I hate this play because Slovis is hurt and they've looked terrible the last two weeks without him. But I just feel I have to take this one out of principle. Um, so give me BYU plus 24 and a half at home. Um, and then that's it. My game of the week is Maryland team total under 14 and a half. I have no reason. I have no idea why it's this high. Um, I, I Connor touched on it earlier. We touched on the Michigan game. I don't think Maryland's going to score. Um, it, they might get to a touchdown. They maybe will get to 10 points. There's no way they score more than two touchdowns. Um, give me Maryland under 14 and a half for my play of the week. Wow. I, I love you picking an under uh, for your play of the week because my under or my play of the week isn't under. It's Iowa, Illinois. It's under 30 and a half. I am fired up to bet this. 30 and a half hasn't hit in four weeks for Iowa. Um, I know Cooper DeGene is now out. He's the Iowa corner. He broke his foot in practice this week. It still won't matter because there, I mean, no one's going to score in this game. Uh, The final score of this one will be like 13 to six. Um, So yeah, give me the under 30 and a half in Illinois at Iowa. Um, And yeah. What do you want to do with the over here? Um, Yeah. We, we definitely didn't discuss this before. Um, no, what do we think? Of, of course not. What do we think about uh, USC at UCLA? Just for old time's sake, just the old, the old fashioned shootout out west, sixty five and a half. That seems awfully high, but I mean, we've seen, we've talked about USC's defense all year. It's bad. It's but terrible. We've also talked about UCLA's offense and how bad it is, but I guess a bad offense can score on a bad defense. Exactly. A bad, a bad offense can score on a bad defense. Um, I, I could go anyway. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I guess let's roll with it. I don't, yeah. I mean, <laughs> all right. There you heard I, I don't. Himley. UCLA at USC. Um, this over, is, this over. is the grossest. This is the grossest Himlay I think we've oh, ever. Yeah, yeah. So the Himlay is Maryland team total under 14 and a half. <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> Iowa under 30 and a half. And UCLA and USC over 65 and a half. It, this if is, you're betting this the Himlay this week, you seriously have a problem. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or, or you, you just, just like, like to win. Yeah, or you exactly. Or you just like to win. Either, either, either or. Um, we, how all right. We hit well, this year? three or four. We have hit three, know? which honestly, we're we're up on the year. Uh, we're up. We're up. Oh yeah. Just about. I think we're up ten units. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Last time so, I checked, that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, ten plus ten units is is pretty solid. It doesn't matter if you bet a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, ten units, ten units. So. Anyway, good episode tonight, Con. Um, I'm pumped for this weekend, but I'm really pumped for next weekend. So this is one of those for me. Let's just get it over with. Let's keep going. There's some good games, but but the game is next weekend. The old, the big one. Everything, everything on the line. So I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, and, w- and another uh, a quick game uh, for a little frisky play. I like Colorado this weekend playing um, at Washington State. There, I think they're four point underdogs right now. 
Um, Washington State's just been really bad, and it's a Friday night game, so I mean we'll have to be watching it. So uh, yeah, I might be <laughs> I might be placing a little bet on Colorado, and I've hated Colorado all year. So this week's yeah. weird for me. Just yeah. a weird week, weird slate. Yep, yep. But some good games. Washington, Oregon State is is really going to clear up some of the playoff picture. Um, so so all eyes will be on that game and a couple of the big ones. So, anyways, um, that's that's all I got for tonight, Con. Awesome. All right, we'll send them on their way. So with that, go blue, go Pirates. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of First and Him. While gambling is discussed in this podcast, the views of the producers are strictly opinions of their own, and gambling is not promoted nor endorsed by First and Him. If you believe you have a problem, please call the National Gambling Hotline at 1-800-522-4700. Thanks for listening, and keep being him.